Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. 
segment, uh, Breakfast of Champions with Ramon, and we're always going to do it in two parts. First, I'm going to give some of my top tips and thoughts of the day, things you need to know this week, and then we're going to pause and have you all comment and share, and a large part of my share is going to be about should you do and how should you do events. And I'm going to dive into what I learned from Kim Walsh Phillips scale live event. A large part of that share will take a break and have you all share. And then as I always do, the later half, we're going to talk about how to grow your solo business. It's the one thing I do that excites me, how to grow your solo business. I put a different link today. I usually put a link to smarthustle.com, but I put a link today to ramonray.com. Some of you want to pour into that, get to know me a bit better. At the bottom of the site, you can feel free to sign up to my Thursday 2 p.m. motivational emails, or some of you may want to chat with me. You can click that schedule a one-on-one with me. So let's dive into it. Uh, I'm here at Social Media Marketing World in San Diego. I bought a ticket a year ago. I paid for a hotel a year ago. And guess what I'm doing at the event? I'm simply volunteering and serving, serving a dear friend of mine who's part of the organizational team at this massive, massive event. I told this friend of mine, dude, my job here is to bring you coffee, shine your shoes, take lint off your sweater, be whoever you need me to be. Your personal valet is what I'll be doing for three days. That's what I'm doing at this event. I'm sharing that because sometimes we wonder what can we do at events and et cetera. Yeah, you can sit and learn for sure, but sometimes you can buy a ticket and just serve somebody else and learn too. So that's one thing to bring to you today. I'm here at Social Media Marketing World, amazing event in San Diego. And those of you who are social media challenged, these are the kind of events you may want to go to. Number two, me and my daughter went to a hatchet throwing event, uh, hatchet throwing experience in New Jersey. See, Brian Benstock, a lot of good things in New Jersey. Hatchet throwing experience in New Jersey on Friday. And what was cool is that I thought hatchet throwing was easy if you've seen the old westerns with Indians throwing tomahawks and all this. No, it's not easy. It's hard. I threw the hatchet 4,875 million times. Each time I threw the hatchet, it didn't work. It just went kathunk, kathunk, kathunk as it hit the wood board and fell on the floor. But here's where it happens. Here's where it gets interesting. Here's where it gets interesting. I called a coach, a hatchet throwing ninja came around the bin, but he made sure I wasn't going to chop his head off first because I was like going crazy. And he said, Ramon, you need to put your arm a different direction. Ramon, you need to step this way. Ramon, you need to step back or step closer because your speed and power is powerful, you need to get closer. Ladies and gentlemen, Ramon Ray started throwing that hatchet. Ooh, it wasn't going kathunk, kathunk. It was doing this That's all it was doing, baby. So your friend, your boy Ramon Ray, can now throw hatchets like nobody's business. So watch out, people. So it's a really good experience. It is tiring, I must say. If you haven't been to hatchet throwing, it's tiring. It can hurt the arm after a while. 
but it's fun because you have Jenga there and other and foosball, the things you can do with your friends. So that was good. Number three, as I said, at Social Media Marketing World, a slightly smaller event than it's been before, but still thousands of people registered in attendance. And it's amazing to see the exhibitors here, how it's shifting a bit. It's not shifting like we know, and it's always been that way, but I'm seeing more and more exhibitors focused on video. StreamYard is here. I see Vista Create is here, kind of a Canva competitor. And other exhibitors are here, Agora Pulse is here, all exhibiting at Social Media Marketing World. So that was pretty interesting. Kudos to everybody who went to the National Auto Dealers Association event. I saw the pictures of Glenn Lundy and Brian Benstock and Bezak. It was popping, brother. It was popping. Yeah, Glenn. Hey, Glenn, you had on your fancy tie. Glenn was like all over the place, Glenn, weren't you? You were like an interview after interview, right, brother? Oh, my gosh, dude. The first day, yeah. Um, not the first day, but Friday. Friday was a media day. We had to do a show with, not had to, we had the uh, honor to do a show with Mr. Meltzer. And yeah, we, we put in about 12 miles walking from uh, different, different, different interview to different interview to different interview. It was just media day all day on that Friday. So, but it was spectacular, Ramon. 30,000 uh, people out there. The energy was was phenomenal. Uh, the technology that has emerged over the last couple of years, I mean, truly spectacular. And then of course, you know, being in the room with like-hearted individuals uh, and the conversations and the networking and getting the opportunity to see everybody. There's just nothing like live events, man. There's nothing like live events. Absolutely. And we're going to dive into that actually, uh, Glenn, in a few minutes. So hold tight on that for sure. Live events are great, which reminds me another event I'll be looking at is Podcast Movement. Some of you may have seen Tamara Andrus's uh, Instagram. She'll be at Podcast Movement. She'll be at Podcast uh, Small Business Expo and other things. All right, we're getting ready to get into me diving into Kim Walsh Phillips' event. Before I do that, I want to shout out Lolita Walker, as you know, a BWC host. She has her woman's retreat coming up September 15th to the 18th. Lolita Walker's Women's Retreat. You can just see her website, Lolita E. Walker, I think it is, .com, or lolitawalker.com. The Grow for God Conference, which Tamara Anders is producing. Glenn will be speaking at me and others as well. That's in November. Grow for God Conference, of course. Marcus and Ashley Faye, because you can, they're having their event, Embrace Your Ambition. All right, so I got several key lessons that I learned from Kim Walsh Phillips' event, which I'm going to pour into. But before I do that let me do take a little pause anybody want to talk about any of the things i just touched on right now it could be a bit early maybe you don't have anything to say but i want to leave that space anybody want to unmike say your name and pour into what you're doing with events maybe you learned something maybe you've been to events to serve people maybe you're a hatchet throwing expert or you've learned about coaching and i must say that's one thing dre talked about it i've learned about this myself the tools are out there the tools are for everyone but it's how we use the tool that will make all the difference in our business. And if you didn't hear Dre's segment, go back and listen to it. But let me pause a bit. Just unmike, say your name, say your name, and let's have a few minutes of conversation before I dive into what I learned at Kim Walsh Phillips' event. Go. Hey, Ramon, it's David. How are What's you, What's up, sir? brother? David Hill, master salesman, master real estate. You need to drop in his IGs. Go for it, brother. Dude, man, you're a real man, bro. I just love what you said about serving at the event. And it's uh, just reminds me, you know, years ago, I, I, I did a uh, Tony Robbins uh, Unleash the Power Within and I, 
I served at the event. It was amazing. It was, I probably got more out of doing that than I did actually attending the event. So just a good reminder to get back to that. But I also wanted to um, ask you, what was your biggest takeaway from the, or, you know, from the uh, social media event that you attended? What would you say was the biggest takeaway you got from that? Oh, yeah. Great question. I'm still, David, this is day zero. So, so far I've been the pre-setup, but I must say what I've got from the pre-setup is there is two things, David. One, their intentionality about working with a team of volunteers. Number two, David, they said this and I see it. You know something's good when people keep showing up. Look what we're doing here at BWC. There's ballers on this platform. Everybody's just, here's a baller. We're back week, day after day, week after week. So I think that's two, David, the stickiness of it. And I think number three, the organizational detail. I produce events, David, as you may know. I've done big events since 2006. I've spent my own money and produced big events and online events. And it takes a lot of work that many people don't realize what goes behind it. So those are three things I learned, David. What'd you think? Feel free to give me some feedback. Well, I'll, I'll ask you again. I thought you had already attended, so my bad. But yeah, that's good stuff, man. I love it. Absolutely love it. Anybody I will ask you again in a few days. Oh, yeah. Do so. You can ask me on Thursday morning. I land at Newark Airport at 6.30 a.m. So ring my phone, brother, about 6.40, and I will dive all in and, and tell you everything I know. <laughs> all right, everybody. On mic, say your name. If anybody wants to do one or two more shares before I dive into what Ramon learned at Kim Walsh Phillips Scale Live Summit. Who wants to share? Hi, my name is Winifred. I would love to share. Hey, Winnie. The mic is yours. Go for it. For Welcome. I just came from the Pan-African Women Empowerment Summit in um, Zanzibar, Tanzania. It was an awesome experience. So the event was organized by B. Hakula, who is a member of um, Women in Technology International. I'm the head of Women International, in, in Technology International um, Africa. And Renee was also um, um, a sponsor. I don't know if she was a sponsor or she organized it with B. So Renee Noll is on the stage, and um, of B. course we know Renee. Uh, She's yes, a queen uh, of clubhouse. Yes, and <laughs> both of them organized this event. But you know, I got to the event, and I was I came to the event to facilitate an ICT workshop um, using technology to facilitate trade and accelerate success and growth. But the day I got to the event, I told the I told B. I said B. I have excellent project management skills. If you need my help, do not hesitate to reach out to me. This is a three-day event. I know you people have been very busy, but I'm I'm here with a fresh mindset to help you make this event successful. And she was like, oh, I have everything organized. No worries. But by the second day, it was obvious that some things were, were falling through the cracks. So um, what one of the things I've learned from Breakfast with Champion, thank you, Glenn Londi, is just to serve. So I noticed things were not really working mm. out. Things were getting too delayed. So I kind of stepped into the space and um, from the second half of the second day till the end, end of the event, I ended up being the master of ceremony. I really organizing the event, you know, reorganizing it and, and letting the plane land successfully. So that's something I've done. And, you know, recently and a lot of, a lot of what I did I learned from this um, from this community. So thank you for all that you are doing here to teach us how to enter into a space, how to be humble, how to put our skills to work, and how to just um, be part of a team. Thank you. I'm done sharing. 
Uh, Winifred, I'm so glad you're here today. And you're right, that part of sharing. And sometimes, Winifred, you don't know how you can serve. There was one thing. He was uh, the gentleman I'm with, Winifred, was leading a meeting. And the background music was still playing. So he said, oh, ignore the background music. I didn't realize I didn't, I didn't turn it off. I quietly went up and turned it off. Not promoting me here, but to your point, sometimes when you're there to serve, you have to just keep your eyes open. How can I serve this human? Because we all need to be served. Winifred, thank you so much. What I'm going to do now is go into, unless someone really was willing to go, I'm going to go into Kim Walt Phillips' event. Good. I don't hear any on mic. Good. So I'm going to do that for the next few minutes, and then we'll take another break and have time to hear your questions and answers. And of course, the lady herself, KWP, is in the house if she's available. When I'm finished here, she's welcome to join me in answering questions you had about producing events. So this is not about the content per se of Scale Live. Kim has her segment. She's poured into us so many times, but this is just behind the scenes. Some of you may be ready to produce your own event. I've done events for so long. In fact, I'm doing an event with Lisa Nichols this fall. It's going to be a huge event we're doing together, probably a multi-day event as well. So here's what I learned from Kim Walsh film scale live event. And this is, I wasn't behind the scenes. I wasn't part of the production crew. This is just what I took away from learning. One, as an event person myself. Two, as one who's learned from Kim Walsh Phillips and wanted support. And then three, as one who's observing. So one, why should people attend? That's really important to be clear. And Kim and her segments talked about the event, promoted the event. She maybe even had some ads, I'm not sure. She talked about it on social media, et cetera. Get us, getting us excited. Why should people attend her event? You need to do the same for your event. It's not just enough. What I, one thing I don't like, write this down, put it in the chat. It bothers me when people say, could you come to my event to support me? No, unless it's a charity or we're raising funds because your mama's sick, your daddy's sick, your brother's sick, or like Renee's Norris case, right? She and Winifred, can you support these women? I get that. I totally get that, understand that. Like when you're doing something to help other people, but not you asking me to pay for an event to support you? No, I'm not paying for an event to support you. You feel what I mean. I'm saying that in some fun way. I'm gonna only pay for the event very selfishly if I can get something from it. So don't get it twisted, people. As you're thinking of doing your own events, make sure you understand why should people attend it. That's one. Two, nurture them way ahead of time. Kim Walsh Phillips didn't say, oh, I'm doing the event tomorrow. Uh, maybe people can show up. No, weeks and weeks and weeks, whatever the time frame is beforehand, she has nurtured us and thousands of others to attend the event, not just attend, to buy a ticket. I bought a ticket to attend it. I paid the money. So she's uh, uh, so nurturing people ahead of time because just telling people once is often not enough. At the end of these comments here, Anybody who says ding, 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 ding to me, I will send you $20 at the end of this segment. We'll see if people got that. So nurture people way ahead of time. Sometimes you have to tell people over and over and over again because once is often not enough. Number two, number three rather. Do many events leading up to the big event. Kim Walsh Phillips and Kim Walsh talks about this all the time. She had several events, at least one I attended to. One was on book publishing leading up to the event. And yes, during the valuable book publishing event, she also talked about the scale live event. So as you're doing your events on X, feel free to do a few smaller events. I'm calling it on ABCD. Then the next thing is, what's the agenda about 
of the event you're doing. Kim Walsh was very clear. This is going to be a three-day event. I'm going to speak, meaning Kim's going to speak, and she mentioned names. And our, to our community, right, Justin Kotakow. Justin's like a celebrity in the BWC community. There's lines of people lining up to get his autograph all day long. People are bringing their phones. Sign my phone, Justin. Like lines of people about YouTube. And so she said, Justin's going to be there. Oh, Kevin O'Leary's going to be there and et cetera, et cetera. So what's the agenda? Give me some of the sizzle. Let me smell some of the food as it's cooking to get me excited. That's like the agenda. You gotta let people know to a degree what's happening. Now, some people do detailed agendas. I do that, I think at Kim's event, but if she's available, she'll be able to talk on that in a bit here. But um, at her event, I don't see a very detailed agenda. Some people do detailed, some people don't. When you don't do detailed, you whet the appetite, because if you trust the person, if you trust KWP, then that means you're going to say, well, I don't need to see the detail event. Who is the draw? Kim there is. Do you want me to about... tap into that, Ramon? Please That's talk about agenda. it, Kim. Go for it. So that yes. is um, <clears throat> that is a strategy for – hold on, let me take a sip. That is a strategy for a three-day event um, or any event, because when people want to see the agenda, the question behind the question is, what can I miss? Mm. That's what they're saying is, what can I miss? And all of the content stacks upon each other. And so we will tell them the lunch breaks ahead of time. And we were really good, I, I believe, in landing the plane on time. We were really good at sticking to the times that we had. We might be off about 10 minutes, but that was it. So that if you needed to know when you could take the dog for a walk, get your you know dinner ready or whatever, or you know call back that one client, you would know the set break time, but no agenda. And you never give an agenda an event because you don't want to put in their minds what can they miss because they shouldn't miss anything. I love that, Kim. So, Kim, let me ask you a question, then we'll continue with these notes. So stay tuned, everybody. we got more points coming. Ramon, you know what? I'm going to change this, Kim. Everybody, Ramon is live with Kim Walsh Phillips. Welcome to the Ramon Ray Show, special guest featuring Kim Walsh Phillips. I love this, Kim. So I'm curious, what do you tell the tribe of people, Kim, who say, I want the agenda? And usually in my event, it's not a lot, but you know you have close friends, you have people who are like, Ramon, I really need to know which, what's coming up so I can, to your point, they say, so I can know when you're on, or I can know when Justin's on, I can know when Kim's on. Just what do you tell? them what's the what's the wording you would use yeah and that's important too we we empower everybody who might have messaging to with what to say so uh, we have an early we have a chat um, team those that are um, messaging on chat and like you mentioned earlier there actually are clients who volunteer who ask to be part of the event and so they volunteer for us and run the chat and then I have staff members who are in the um, help desk and are supporting in that way. And we have a morning huddle every single day before the event starts with everybody um, going through all the components. And then they have an FAQ that they can copy and paste from when they are asked those questions. So I'm not leaving those questions up to chance. And so the answer that is listed in those documents would- Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. I would say, um, I so appreciate the question. The break times are 
we don't give out an agenda because all the content leads on itself and we encourage our attendees to fully immerse themselves in the experience so that they can get the most out of it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Awesome. Awesome. Thank and you Ramon, for sharing sometimes, that. Please. Sometimes Ramon too on those events because we don't, we don't like laying out the, uh, the agenda either. I think that's a powerful strategy and the, tying it to a, a, a story. So we like to have the team tell stories about how you, you, you don't know what you don't know, right? You don't know what you don't know. And so we want to create answers to questions that you don't even know that you had. And those those types of things happen by experiencing people that you don't even know, right? Getting out of those silos, getting around people that don't look like you, walk like you, talk like you, people you've never heard from before. And so that's how we like to present it is it's a matter of you don't know what you don't know. We don't want you to miss out on any of these questions or these answers, these solutions that you don't even know you have questions for. I love it. That is powerful indeed. Thank you, Glenn, and thank you, Kim. All right, let's move forward. Ramon's diving into as best he can. I, Kim didn't give me these notes. I'm just sharing this as a participant and someone who loves uh, Kim Walsh's work. All right, so what's the purpose for you? I think that's very important as well to talk about what's the purpose for you. Why are you doing this event? What is the monetary benefit you may want? What's the impact you may want? And or even better, as I'm hinting from Kim Walsh and as others have affirmed in earlier segments today, if you focus on the impact, if you focus on serving people, if you focus on deliver, delivering great information, and as Kim Walsh says all the time, it's simply math, not magic, of that the money and other things you need for our businesses and to live the lives we want will come. Uh, next point I learned, know your audience. And again, I, you know, I don't have back knowledge of Kim and her team in this, but just in general, clearly Kim knows her audience, not just what she's serving, right? Kim's spending time on the BWC community. Obviously, she knows who's here, but also knowing the Kim Walsh fan base and audience and the breakout rooms and others. Desiree is here. Barbara Majeski came, right? Ramon was there. Justin poured into us. So I think knowing who your audience is is important. And I, I would guess in a way that you'll attract who you are. And again, Kim, anytime, feel free to jump in. I'll be done with these points in a minute, but feel free, uh, Queen, to jump in anytime. So know your audience as well. Ramon Ray has a certain type of people that he attracts, right? I'm a certain way, and that's attracted to people. And again, you don't have to like burnt pancakes to be a friend of mine. Next point I learned at Kim Walsh Phillips' event, excitement and expectations throughout. We definitely try to do this in a variety of ways on the BWC platform, right? There's Larissa Harrington, who has her mindset, motivation, and she stirs our hearts in one way. You have the Marcus Blacks because you can. He stirs our hearts in other ways. You have Dre who stirs our hearts. You have Justin, one of the few guys who do video on a clubhouse platform. So excitement and expectations, I think. Um, uh, Kim had two people, a guy with such amazing hair. Him and uh, Alexander should have a hair contest. Um, him and some other lady, they were doing like exercises and stuff together. So she had that throughout. We had breakout sessions. My point is, it was excitement expectations and a uh, engagement throughout the entire event could Kim Walsh talk for three days straight and would we listen yeah but she'd get tired and maybe we'd get a little bit tired of hearing Kim talk for eight hours times three days <laughs> for a whole event so she had other people involved and things like this having a team this was cool I liked this Kim could focus on being Kim and what God the talent God's given her to be right and then she had the team in the chat. And, and she didn't even worry, like when things, very few, but you know, things will go wrong at an event, feedback or microphones. 
Kim didn't even bat an eye. Maybe she was sweating inside. I don't know, Kim. <laughs> but Kim didn't bat an eye. The Crescent team and others, they took care of it. And the ops people. So as you are looking to do an event, those of you who are seeing what maybe I do or Kim does or Justin does or seeing Grow for God, it's not easy, but it's a lot easier when you have a great team. Which leads me to the point, let experts do their job. Yeah, I can run an event. I have a team of five. I'm the leader of that. Glenn's the leader of his team. Justin's the leader of his team. Uh, Kim's the leader of her team. But we have people on our team. That's what the word team is for. So they can do their job. I've learned with my executive assistant. Her name is Jamie. She, in fact, tells me what to do. And the whole thing, how we work, I tell her, Jamie, I am your tool. I am your weapon. You know what I want to grow this company, so you tell me what to do. So let experts do their job. Use co-hosts. This is pretty cool, seeing how Kim it wasn't just all about Kim, as it were, even though all of us, at least I was there listening to Kim. Other people carried the show. She had the guy, right, Kim, the guy from Broadway and the lady he was with. I forgot who they were, but people who were good speakers and hosts who helped carry the event as well. A few more points. I think I got about six more points. Then we're going to go through this real quick, and then we'll leave time for Q&A, questions and answers. Uh, not just about Kim's event, but how you could do your own event. And thanks, Kim, for being here as long as you can. So um, have a team, let experts do the job. Okay, yes, co-hosts. We talked about breakout sessions. Breakout sessions, that was a good part of our event as well. We could get to know people better. I got to know Desiree better. What an amazing queen, an amazing professional Desiree is. So breakout sessions were good. Activities to enforce what's learned. That was amazing. Audience engagement. Now this blew me away. This point here blew me away. And it's not the first time that this has happened to me, but it still blew me away. I registered, signed up, paid for Kim's event. And I get in the mail a package in the mail. I got a package in the mail. I opened up the package. Inside was another package. I opened up that package. Inside were like 57 other little packages of all kind of goodies and stuff. And we use these throughout the event, variety of things, you know, the little fans and wristbands and things and notepads and all kind of things. And some of them can reference during the event. Some of them we just knew what to do with and et cetera. So everybody can do this. You have to build this into the numbers of your event. But when you send packages to your attendees, it draws them closer together. Last two things I'll share. Be the desirable, the desirable expert. If you're trying to do an event and you can't bring it, my personal opinion, it may not be the time for you to do an event. Kim Walsh brings it. Glenn Lundy brings it. Justin brings it. And right now I'm not looking at the clubhouse screen, so I would shout out others, but I'm looking at my notes here. I'm sitting in a bed in a Hilton Hotel in Orlando, Florida. <laughs> so forgive me. I can't see the screen right now. And then last point, I will talk about money. Yes, we want to make impact, but how are you going to make money from your event? And ticket sales, that's one way for sure. Sponsors, which is my forte, I work with some of the biggest brands in the world who sponsor my events. And then the last point, if you have other programs, uh, Kim talked about that 40% conversion rate, and you're serving your audience, they will then buy into other things you have. I'm going to pause there. Kim, I'd love to give you space to talk for two or three minutes if you want to add any color to things I said, and then we'll open up the floor, and then I'll give the last 15 minutes of Ramon Ray on Clubhouse talking about how to grow a solo business. Feel free to click my link at the top. Anybody who wants to get my Thursday 2 p.m. email newsletter, just click on my face, scroll all the way down, and you can do that. Anybody who wants to, hey, Ramon, I want to spend some time with you to pour more into this, feel free to do that. Kim, let me give you the floor for two seconds. Anything you want to add, yeah, I'll color in. Sure. Please go for it. You just said you're in Orlando, but you're in San Sorry. Diego, so I did <laughs> want to correct you on that. <laughs> yes. 
just in case you go out the door and you're curious why it's so dark out. Okay. That's number one. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, amazing. Thank you for that recap. That was, that was so cool. Cause it's like, you know, you always want to be in the room when someone's talking about you and to know what they said. And it was kind of like, I got to do that and you knew I was here. So that's, that's super fun. Um, there was a lot of what you said that was thought out strategically. And I want to say this, when you're first starting out with a virtual event, none of this is going to be in place. The first one I did was um, in July, it will be two years ago. And I did it from my house with my laptop. We were in complete lockdown. My senior parents were living with us. And so we did not, uh, we were quarantining on purpose with purpose. And I did it all from there. I couldn't even have makeup and hair. And for me, that's that that was more frightening to me than anything else. And I still, it still was an event that was incredibly impactful and generated over a quarter million dollars in revenue. So you can do these things small, but now I've, I've been able to grow this because of the cash infusion these events have given us. We've been able to up-level our team. And now we're in a place that it's exactly how I would want that I get to focus on the only the part that I was created to do, which is content and coaching. That's what I get to do during the event. And every single other thing is handled. I have a, a team member who um, runs the um, organization of the whole event and runs all the team members that are involved. I have another one that does the production. I have another one who coordinates the speakers. I have another one who does the social media. I have a full production studio that does an incredible job. Crescent events. You guys ever want to um, to do a, a pr fully produced event that you don't run the production and a really um, talented team does so they could do things like when I'm on stage behind me on the screen or all the attendees and they show their faces and they put up fireworks and they do the sound applause and all the things. I didn't start there though. And so it's one of those moments you can have a vision of where you want to go, but you start moving forward where you're at right now. Um, so that was, that was incredible. And as far as the audience goes, this was, this was risky for us. This was a shift. I know how to generate audience and generate wealth online. And that messaging attracts a lot of people. And it's incredible. I've been I've been able to grow very quickly. But what we have discovered over time is that the people I was created to serve are a niche within that niche. It is people who already own a business. And I needed to say those words and have it be narrowed in. There's people who disqualified themselves because they were dreaming about launching a business or dreaming about getting their first coaching client. And those aren't my people. And I had to tell them no. And I even had people come into the enrollment lobby and say, I'm just thinking about starting. I'm not sure if this is the right match for me. And I had to lovingly tell them it's not. And having the um, courage to do that should have been easy for me because God clearly told me that that's what I was supposed to do. But in the midst of hearing God's voice, I will be... Um, I will be a loyal follower. I will do what I'm being calling to do, called to do, but I can't tell you I always do it with courage and joy. <laughs> I do it in the midst of a lot of fear, and I but I do it anyway, and I did it anyway. And the people who have joined this last time all have actually they have businesses. They're ambitious, and they're exactly who I was created to serve. And so. 
taking that shift in messaging and an audience was a risk. We also, two more quick things we tested that I'd never had before. Everybody else charges $97 for a ticket for their event. We said valuable things are not cheap. And so we refused to be the bottom of the a barrel uh, charges. So we charged $300 for a uh, regular admission and $500 for VIP. That's unheard of in our niche. We did it and it worked. The show up rate was incredible. They stayed the entire three days. And the third thing was I refused to give um, have people give up their weekends for the event. We teach that you can have an empire business and a lifestyle business at the same time. So we ran our virtual event Wednesday to Friday, which is again unusual. And our those that came stayed. So there was a lot of strategy behind that. Thank you for uh, your um, observation. And I appreciate you so much. And yes, I did try to gift him a ticket, by the way, behind the scenes. I tried to gift Ramon a ticket and he refused. And he said, nope, I'm buying one. And uh, well, actually, he didn't say he was buying one. He's like, with due time. And then he did buy one. And of course, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, I'm upgrading you to VIP. Don't do anything else. <laughs> but what a generous I felt like are. I was I on United, you. Kim. I felt like, you know, you go to the United cl Club and they're like, Mr. Ray, here's a ticket. That's how I felt. So thank you, my sister. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. Kim, that was an amazing sharing. Quentin, good to see you, brother. What's up, man? Quentin is an amazing. I see him in some real estate rooms and Amelia's here. I'm just looking at the stage again and so many others have joined. Now I'm just blushing brown all over. Haley, what's up? All right, so let's move on. We'll spend two more minutes. Anybody wants to unmike, say your name and talk about event production and et cetera or whatever's on your mind. And then I'm going to go into dive into the last segment, which will be how to grow your solo business. Who so wants to unmike and join me and say your name and let's continue the discussion with KW. Hi, Ramon. This is Shana speaking. Hey, Shana. Uh, I wanted to chime in. Hey, I just wanted to ask a question. I know you mentioned Jamie and her being your executive assistant. How did you go about finding her and knowing that she was the one to work with? Ooh. This is Shana. I'm done speaking. Shana, I love that question. All right, I'm going to spend 30 seconds talking about how to hire people. I have a whole master class on virtual assistants, by the way. Just DM me, VA, or virtual assistant, I will send that to you, Shana. But there's a few things. One, I find my virtual assistants a word I do not like because my team members have roles. Social media expert, video editor, executive assistant, online business manager, virtual assistant, I think is from a word like 1960s that we all use. So having said that, Shana, I'm down off my soapbox. That's one that my team has roles. Two, most of my team members have all come from Upwork, Upwork Marketplace, which can be a zoo to find people. But Shana, you asked the question. So here's what I did, Shana. Two or three things, and I just did this last week as well. One, I have a job description, so I know who I want. Two, I put in the job description title, I spoke Ramonish language. People who get what I want will flock to me. And in the job description, Shana, I kid you not, I said at the time, this was six years ago, she's been with me for six years. My team is very loyal because I pay premium rates. I don't do that $10 an hour crap. No, 30, 40, 50, 75 an hour is what Ramon pays. And I get the results I need. So I put, you have to drink infusion soft and dream event bright. This is what I put at the time. Those who knew that, Shana, they came out of the woodwork. I didn't get low margin people. People who drank Infusionsoft, slept on Aweber, and got excited about funnels and Zapier, or Zapier, they came out of the woodwork, Shana. So that's what I did. And then the last point, I'm not afraid to lose money, a little bit of money, meaning I don't mind hiring one or two people and testing two or three. Two fire and one I hire. So Shana, I hope that was helpful. Feel free to unmike and let me know if that was helpful for you in some way if you're available. 
Yes, it was helpful. I like the remote language that you use in your job description. Definitely, uh, going to use it. Thank Thanks. you. DM me <laughs> anytime. I can send you a whole guide about virtual assistants that I wrote uh, about a couple of weeks ago. So, all right. Anybody else will take one more share, and then I'm going to dive into my principles of growing your solo business, and then we'll have time for more shares before we turn it over in 22 minutes to the amazing Glenn Lundy, who wants to unmic and say your name. One more share. Hello, my name's Addy, and I have hey, a Addy. question. The mic is yours, please. Welcome. Thank you. I'd like to know if you have any tips on running hybrid events absolutely so and this is what kim Ooh, can i tap into this for kim, a quick second go for it. <laughs> don't do it <laughs> that's my number one tip have them separate separate and i know that that is like you you want to be able to serve people in that way we um but trying to serve two audiences at the same time is next to impossible. It's kind of like you trying to be in two conversations at the same time. Neither one gets your full attention, nor feels like as special that they could be in the space. If you are going to do it, so my number one thing is don't do it. My second thing is because we do offer part of my coaching program, we have in-person events. And so um, with all the people who just joined the coaching program, plus the people who were already in it are gonna gather together um, the first week of June. And so I will have people who can't come in person. And so the way that we manage it is that I have an outside AV company who will be filming it. They'll be um, feeding that um, feed into Zoom. We have to make sure every person who ever makes a comment in the room does it into a microphone, which is not a big deal, but a little nuance that you wanna make sure that no one can speak outside of that. And then I have a staff person Kelly, who's my um, second in command, she will be managing and running the virtual. Like, so she'll be on Zoom with them the whole time and really being their, their leader throughout the event. But they won't have me facilitating them because I can't do both things. So they'll have an okay experience, but not an incredible experience. It won't be, it will not be as good as those in the room. And I don't pretend like it will be. And, but I would never, ever, ever do that if it was going to be a sales event. If I was going to need to have an intense persuasion experience over the course of three days to drive people, not in a belief of me, which is important, but really truly in a belief in themselves, which is the most important thing you could do at a virtual event, I could not do that with having to split attention between the two spaces. So I would never, I'm someone who has generated over um, $4 million in the past 18 months in virtual events. And I would never do a hybrid um, because it would not give me the ability to do that. Hopefully, hopefully that helps. That is powerful, Kim. I appreciate it. You're welcome, Maddie. And let me just say one thing, Kim. I thought Maddie meant when I think of hybrid events, Kim, but I don't, we can call it another term because I agree with you on that. But I was going to answer. I thought your event, I was going calling it hybrid in my opinion, having live event uh, speaker attendees in a room, which is not new for everyone, but for many of us on stage, many of us do solo events where we're just behind a camera, but we don't get other speakers in the same room with us projecting out to our online audience. So that's what I was going to com comment saying. I'm upping my game. Possibly. I like how you did that. Cause for me, that's new. I do like, you know, online events where we're all behind the camera remote but I like it bringing five or 10 people together and seeing how we can be on a stage with two or three cameras shot projecting out. 
uh, take 10 seconds to respond to that. Yeah, that's, what I that's really good. Yeah, I, I do like the live production element of it. And again, the first one I did, everybody was virtual. This was in person. But one note about speakers, because I don't want anyone to get the idea of like, just start putting a bunch of speakers in your event. Every single speaker, every single speaker I had was either a client that reinforced my message. So when he talked about Broadway star, my my MC was Justin Guarini from American Idol, and he's on Broadway, and he's a coaching client. My The people who did the workouts were Sabrina and Tristan Truscott. They are incredibly, yes, they are, they are like Ken and Barbie. They are gorgeous, but they're also coaching clients. So they reinforced that message, and both of them told stories of that. And every single speaker I had was part of the offer. So if they were an expert and they came in, like Justin, who spoke about YouTube, he's part of the offer. He's going to be doing a workshop for my people. So you don't just have speakers or presenters haphazardly because you think they'd be cool. I have I have um, Kevin O'Leary speak because he's a client of mine. And so he reinforces that offer. So you want to make sure that every one of your speakers is either part of the offer or they reinforce that you're the expert and authority. Love it, Kim. Love it. All right, everybody, we're going to jump in, jump into a few lines, 12 key tips on how to grow your solo business. We're going to do that in about a few minutes, and then we'll have maybe time for one or two more shares before Glenn Lundy joins us and does his segment, and we move on with Breakfast of Champions today. If you are not using the chat, you need to. The chat function is lit. I can't respond to it as I want while I'm speaking, but the chat function is lit. If you haven't shared the room out, we want you to share the room out, not for us, but do it for others. And don't forget, use the scissors. Clip some of these comments to Instagram, especially tag people. Clip some of these comments wherever your favorite social platform is. All right, let's dive into it. Ramon's 12 key ways to grow your solo business. That's what I specialize in, how to grow your solo business. You see the link to my website there at the top. Feel free to click on that. If you go all the way down, you can uh, sign up for my Thursday 2 p.m. email newsletter. Those of you who want to talk to me, I see so many of you DMing me about virtual assistants. Feel free to do that to me on IG. VA, just DM, DM me that word. I'll send you a little article I wrote with how I use virtual assistants, which is always a hot topic. So here we go into it. Ramon's key tips on how to grow your solo business, which is what I specialize in, who I serve at Smart Hustle. One, uh, success is only for a big business. That is a lie and that is a myth. We small business owners can grow our businesses too. Even though I'm not the person to help you generate, as of today, millions and millions of dollars in sales, I am the person because many of you are trying to get over 100,000. Some of you are trying to get over 300,000. Some of you are trying to get over 400,000. That I can help you with all day because I've done it over and over again. Started four small businesses and sold two of them. So that means somebody else sold value in what I built to pay me for it. So small businesses can generate wealth as well. Two books I always share with people. My friend, Mike Michalowicz, who's also a client of Kim's, Profit First, one of the best-selling books of all time. I hope all of you get that book. And don't just get it. Read it and digest it. I've read it two or three, four times, and it set me free, having my money into little buckets and more that Mike talks about. Other thing is Flywheel. This is the book that you would think from Jim Collins is for big, 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 big businesses. But the flywheel concept that Jim Collins talks about is something I've implemented in my own business at Smart Hustle that I drill into my team. What is our flywheel? What makes us tick? And it's kind of like a version of it's not magic, it's math that Kim talks about. So it's really not, it's not complex. It's just how does your business work? Number two, here we go. Who are your customers? Everybody listening to my voice. If you don't know who your customers are, if you're not very clear, Kim talked about that. She was able to say, no, this probably is not for you. Not probably, this is not for you. 
Know exactly who your customers are, who you best serve. Ramon Ray has two sets of customers. I work with billion dollar brands like Microsoft, AT&T, Verizon, Salesforce, SAP. All of them are my clients because they're all very focused. They have a division or the whole company on small business. That's who I serve on one hand. And then of course I have thousands and thousands and thousands of small businesses who follow me through a variety of platforms, my email newsletter, and we provide content to them and other things that we provide our events and more. Number three, a great team. You can't build a business that's sustainable, I don't think, without a team. Now, Seth Godin talks about being a freelancer. Sure, you can be the craftsman or the crafts lady that's, that has your hours, you know, has your, gets time, gets dollars for time, and you're going serving one client at a time, sure. Or unless you're doing e-commerce, of course, that's different. But in generally speaking, I beg you to get that one person on your team, hire an executive assistant, and not just an executive assistant to help you, you know, import Excel spreadsheets. Someone who's a ninja who can be alongside you, especially for the things you don't do well. Many of you are looking at my social media IG. My wife has commented, Ramon, that was great what you commented on, I, not commented, but what you, uh, the graphic you put on Instagram. My team, my boy Constantine in Tanzania, recently hired to our team. He's killing the social game for Ramon Ray. Do I post on my own? Absolutely. But to scale myself, I have a team who helped me replicate myself. Number four, maximize your time. Marvin talks about this all the time. That was a poor British accent. Say no to distractions. Calendaring, build in white space. How can I be here? Why do I have Fridays free that I was able to go hatchet throwing with my daughter and then able to help people move on Saturday? All kind of things I've done. Why? Because I build my time that way. I work about Monday to Thursday, four days a week. I do work on Fridays as well if I need to, but I try to do everything Monday to Thursday so I can leave Friday, Saturday, Sunday free so I can make burnt pancakes and bacon and eggs and two glasses of cold milk every other Saturday. Zero email inbox. I have a zero email inbox policy. I get hundreds of emails a day, but I delegate, I sort, I delete, and I filter well. As I've shared before, I'll share it again. One of my hacks, automatically filter out all email with the word unsubscribe in it. I don't need to see an email from anybody here's newsletter the moment it comes in. I don't need to see it. My emails are sorted, so on Fridays, I take a bit of time to go through my emails. Task management's important. I use the tool Asana. You can use Trello. Which tool you use really doesn't matter so much, but as Dre probably would say, but that you use one to help you discipline yourself. A few more points. Then we'll open up for a few more shares as we bring on Glenn Lundy. Learn how to sell and create relationships. Selling is an important skill, and really selling is about two things I find in my limited experience. It's about listening It's about listening to what the client wants or needs. Then it's about taking what you have and saying that in a way or crafting it that will help them move along and eventually buy from you. That's about the summary of what it's about. Other things it includes, but this is the key of sales. This is why I can go to Dell and sell a million-dollar package. This is why I can go to SAP and sell a $50,000 package. This is why I can go to Oracle and sell a $150,000 package, all of which I've done except for the Dell one because that is upcoming. Woo, and I'm excited about it. <laughs> uh, celebrity CEO concepts, personal branding. 
If you haven't got my book, get my book, Celebrity CEO. It's all about how you can be the celebrity CEO of your marketplace, which is all about asking for a smile before you ask for a sale, which is all about building a community of fans that you nurture to a sale. That's number six. Number seven, follow up is everything. If you're trying to sell me something, unless as Mike Zeller would say, I'm bleeding from the neck. If you're trying to sell me something, it's your job to follow up with me. Don't get it twisted. You are not my priority. My priority is my wife, is my son who's right now in Europe with his wife, is my daughter who's living at home, and my wife, and other things like that. That's my main priority every day in serving God. You're not my priority. So you need to follow up with me to remind me of what we talked about, in a way, in a way. But the point is, it's hard to follow up unless you have a system and a tool that can help you do that. I happen to use Keep, and there's so many other CRMs out there. If you need help in knowing about CRM for yourself, just DM me on IG, DM me on IG, CRM, and I'm happy to share those tips with you. Or if you want to get more into Keep, you can just DM me Keep, K-E-A-P, on IG. Content marketing is important. I'm not going to go through a whole lesson on this. We have nine minutes to go, but I'm all about leveraging the power of content, 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 social media, an email newsletter, video to grow your impact, to grow your reach, better serve your audience, to get attention to what you're doing. Justin talks about things like this and drive them further. If you're a fit and you should be to buy from you. Email marketing, I'll probably do a segment on that in the future. All of you should be doing email campaigns, not one-off emails that you're scrambling to do and rushed. You should be doing email campaigns. You should be segmenting your audience. Don't segregate people. That's like illegal and that's like God hates that. But segmenting your audience is good to do. Good subject lines, add personality, serve your reader with each email. Last point I'll talk about, leveraging opportunities. Danel Delgado says this often, you can go fast by yourself, but you can go farther with others and together. So listen, we got eight minutes to go. Unmike, say your name, say your name, and let's have some more discussion. If you have a question, if I can help you, if you have a comment, that's great, but it's been great to be here. Feel free to click my name and dive more into how I can serve you after this. But who wants to unmike and say your name and join me? I'll take that as nobody, and that's okay. I can go on for eight minutes straight. Ailey wants to talk. Give me a name. Sorry. Elizabeth, Ailey. Elizabeth, it's you. Go. Yeah. Uh, firstly, can I say good morning to you, Ramon? Good morning. <laughs> can I say I've never heard you speak before? <laughs> oh, well, I hope welcome. But, but today, when I was hearing your voice, you you just took my memory back to when I was having uh, a lecturer back in Africa, West Africa. He used to teach me business math. You spoke exactly like him. And every word you've just mentioned, it gives, it, it leaves a footprint in your brain to always remember. The reason is you emphasized every sentences you just talked about. My goodness, I can't say how immaculate you are. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, wow. sorry, I'm laughing and I, I just want to say I love you. I received so those flowers, Ellie. I received that. <laughs> and please DM me. Let's be in touch closer. I'd love to get to know more what you do and how I can serve you. Thank you for being here, Ellie. Thank you so much. All right, who's next? Justin, I heard you, brother. Talk to me, man. What's up? Good to hear your voice. 
No, I love I love hearing your voice on Mondays. I was just saying I love you, buddy, and your positivity kind of shines through. I love your systematic approach to hiring. Um, I learned a couple of things this morning about setting the expectations, and I did learn that recently. I think a lot of people will blame new employees or VAs for not getting it as quickly as they want them to, but you have to commit to a 60 to 90 day process. And the more time you take to train them effectively, the better they are going to be. But you have to carve out that time. I think a lot of people are just rushing and hire out of desperation rather than you know active hiring, if you wanna call it that. No, you're right, Justin. I'll share one thing. I know we had one of the share, but I'll tell you, Justin, I'm, I have a show that's going to be launched soon on Fox Soul. So I've just hired some script writers to help scale me, right? I'm going to be the face of it, Justin. But that brother, that's getting hard because I'm paying more money for some of the best script writers and it's taking time to train them in Ramonism, I call it. You know, they have to know my style and me. They're used to writing, hello, everybody, welcome to, nah, I don't want that. So Justin, what do you think, man? <laughs> Yeah, I think, you know, proximity is everything. And if you can find somebody that can learn your voice and establish trust, that's everything. I, I try to be empathetic as well and listen to what their goals are. I do think we're moving into a world, too, and Amelia is really good at this, um, at identifying core geniuses in collaboration with the people around you. I don't think it's the same top-down structure it's been for the last 40 or 50 years. So I think being empathetic to the person that you're working with and making sure they're the right fit and then also making sure you're setting them up for success is crucial. Absolutely. From 5.30 in the morning from San Diego, we get about four minutes, three minutes, actually, because I'll close out and hand over to my brother, Glenn. But who wants to unmic? Say your name and let's continue the discussion. A question or discussion or comment, whatever's on I think they missed your call minutes. to action in there earlier today. I was still waiting to hear somebody jump in there with you that. You see, Kim, you got that right. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> we got a winner with Ramon Ray on Monday morning. All right. Who just, who just said that? Who just said that? Was Kim. It was Sheila. I heard Kim say the first one, Sheila, DM me, Sheila, you get $20. I was seeing who was listening who gets $20 if they say ding, ding, ding. And I promised it, Sheila, you just want it. DM me on IG, and I will send you that money uh, today. Thank you, Kim. <laughs> that was fun. All right, Unmike, say your name. Who's next? Question or comment before we close out this amazing segment and keep the day going on. Unmike, say your name. Hey, this is Desiree Ramon. Desiree, KWP Pals. What's up, Desiree? The mic is all yours. That's right. Um, and I just wanted to first off, those 12 tips you gave were phenomenal. And uh, FYI, I just ordered my celebrity CEO, so I'm excited for that. Oh, thank you. Um, but I really just wanted to uh, double back on, we were talking about the virtual events, and I wanted to just bring the point of Kim being so amazing at hosting virtual events. And not anyone can just put a virtual event together. Um, she has a great way of making you feel like you're literally there in person. So not only was I able to be a speaker, now let me tell you as a speaker, I was very impressed. I had a back room <laughs> as a speaker, right? Uh, we had a sound check um, as a virtual speaker. So she actually made it just like everything that I experienced when I speak in person. Also, um, she did such a phenomenal job in building connection, building togetherness and community in the comments with all of the attendees that were there. A uh, third piece was team. Um, she put together an amazing team. And like Ramon said, I am a servant. I was very excited to not only speak, but also be able to serve. And as a team member, it was such a phenomenal job of making sure we knew the agenda every day, what we were talking about every day and how we could serve specifically. 
every day. So I just wanted to add those points um, in when hosting a virtual event. Uh, Desiree, I appreciate it so much. And can you just take one minute, Desiree, and tell people who you are, what you do, how you serve them? It was so good getting to know you. And hey, since we're both fans of Kim Walsh Phillips, we're in the family, might as well brag a little bit about yourself in a good way. Please shine the light on yourself. Take 10 seconds to let us know who you are. Well, thank you so much. So I'm Desiree King, and um, I'm the leading expert in streaming, live streaming, and also uh, building clients using social sales. So thank you so much, Ramon. And she's pure fire. Incredible. If you guys don't know who Desiree is, I know that you will shortly because she is taking this world by storm. Um, she's got an amazing story, and I'm going to bring her in as my guest one of these weeks to tell you a little bit more about her um, because she's never operated in the I can't. She's always in the I can. I'm just going to figure out how, and it's incredible. So thanks for asking, Ramon. And thank you, Kim. Thank you, Ramon. You're welcome. Hey, everybody, we got two minutes to go. I think what I'm going to do is gently wrap this room up. I'm Ramon Ray. It's been an honor to serve and be here with you on the BWC platform. Glenn's going to bring fire. Whatever he's going to share is going to be amazing. He's just coming back from the auto dealers uh, convention in somewhere in the USA, uh, Las Vegas, with others. If you're not using that chat, please keep that chat going. Keep the chat going. That's how we can communicate. If you're not sharing the room, you know, I'm going to leave it to somebody else. I know what's going to come next. If you're not using the scissors, we definitely want you to do that. Clip the things you're hearing, and I'm going to change this link in a minute. Before I do that, feel free to click on my face there at the top. If you want to sign up for some things I'm doing, scroll all the way down, and or if I can help you in your business, I'll do that. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.